Coinbase with a little bit of a stumble in its debut. Not an IPO, a direct listing volatility that we've seen for these types of debuts, but still down about 17% from the opening price. Let's talk about what potential the company has fundamentally. David Trainer joins us, CEO at New Constructs. David, in your report, the headline is that the valuation is ridiculous. So the valuation uh, got a little bit uh, sliced throughout the day today. What do you make of now where we're sitting in terms of its potential uh, for growth on the bottom line? Uh, look, Oliver, I, I think this is a great company, um, you know, and shoes were a great invention, but that doesn't mean we pay $5,000 for a pair of shoes that we could buy for five bucks. Uh, and, and hey, you so, got to go on uh, the StockX website, David. <laughs> That's right. That's why I love coming on with you, man. The, so, yeah, but with Coinbase, we deal with Coinbase. Yeah, it's profitable, but the valuation implies that they're going to be 150% more profitable than the NASDAQ and the New York Stock Exchange combined. So all the good news that can, I think, possibly happen for Coinbase is more than totally priced in. So the point is there's, there's a difference between a good company and a good stock. Coinbase is a good company, not necessarily a good stock. Investors should not let the Bitcoin and mean stock frenzy lure them in to paying too much for an asset they're probably going to be able to get at a third, a fifth, a tenth of the price in a few weeks or a few months. A tenth of the price within a few weeks or a couple months? David, you think this thing's just going to totally blow up on us? You know, look, I mean, who knows when it's going to happen, but at some point in time, if you believe in sort of the economic law of, of, of gravity and fundamentals, you know, it won't trade untethered to fundamentals forever. Uh, we have seen other stocks do it for a super long time. Tesla is a great example, has traded untethered to fundamentals. Bitcoin for a while as well. Uh, we've got unprecedented liquidity and all the kinds of things that you, you talk about on a regular basis, pushing these assets up to unjustifiable heights. Uh, how long that lasts? You know, and I also like to say, Oliver, that I, I'm not here to say traders won't make money in this uh, and that they shouldn't make money in this. We're just we're just trying to shed a little fundamental light in the dark corner valuation and, and let people know how much risk they're taking if fundamentals ever do start to matter again. Where do you think the biggest part of the risk is here? Is it that they're not going to generate the revenue expectations, that this is a peak in the crypto trading market activity and that'll hurt the revenue? Is it that there are margin issues on the bottom line? Walk me through specifically here, David, what you think is most alarming. I think it's going to be market share and margins, right? Look, any time a business is generating 50 times higher margins than their peers in a very similar, like the stock trading businesses, margins are much, much lower, like one basis point compared to 50 basis points for Coinbase, right? And so that's going to invite huge amounts of competition, huge amounts of competitions that can say, you know what, maybe my margins only need to be three times as high as the New York Stock Exchange, and I can still make tons of money. And then the next guy comes and says, well, I'm happy with 20%. I'm happy for 10 times higher, right? And so, or uh, 20 times higher and 10 times higher. That happens and is known as the race to zero margins, which we've already seen play out in the stock trading industry. We've seen this movie before. We know how it ends. It took longer for stocks because that industry was much less t technologically sophisticated a long time ago. Now everybody's that sophisticated. I don't know why it's going to take very long for Bitcoin and crypto traders to demand similarly low transaction costs as the stock traders do. Mm. So the uh, revenue here uh, that uh, comes from those transaction fees, uh, the trading revenue obviously uh, is the heart of this story. Uh, are we going to see Coinbase, do you think, as a company trade similarly to 
volumes or price or something in the crypto trading market? We could. You know, I think in the near term, Oliver, it's hard to predict what's going to drive these stocks, right? I mean, you know, it's, it's very much a sentiment-driven story, right? And nothing excites people more than making money, and a lot of money in a short amount of time. And that excitement has continued. The fuel for that fire has been growing and growing and grown as we've seen these assets continue just to go up for no reason. And that's a self-fulfilling phenomenon that is further abetted by the super, you know, huge amounts of liquidity being poured into the economy by the government. And so, you know, this party can go on. And look, the Fed definitely, you know, no one in office wants to be on watch when they have to take the punch bowl away and the party ends. So it's, uh, again, I, I, I'm trying to kind of balance, you know, my take here on the one hand, it's unrealistic to expect that all of a sudden fundamentals are going to matter, are going to be the only thing that matters and everything's going to drop to earth. Um, and so at the end of the day, we're just saying, look, exercise a little bit of um, caution.